So this is episode one of Olu Swole, the podcast on the budget. I'm excited to welcome our first guest, a living example of black excellence, college admission extraordinaire, a.k.a. my oldest sister. Demi, what's good? <laughs> I can't, okay, I have to ask, first of all, why is it called the podcast on a budget? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, the reason why is because, you know, when you're listening to a podcast, the podcast usually has some sort of slogan or mantra. And when I was still in the brainstorming stage when it came to making this podcast, um, I was thinking, like, what should mine be? And then I was thinking, if I want to have a podcast, I'm not entirely sure what the main topic will be. But what I do know is that it's going to be, um, I'm going to make sure that I keep my costs low. So I made sure I stuck to that when I was buying equipment. And now I call it the podcast on a budget, you know, trying to save cash. So you're advertising the fact that your podcast is cheap. Not That's che- the slogan. <laughs> it's not cheap. It's just cost effective. Okay, yeah. I'm down for euphemisms. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So how does it feel to be the first, you know, guest on Olu Swole? It's quite the honor. Yeah, it is an honor. And thanks for the intro, too. I Honestly, like the whole day, I've been so excited. Like Wednesday is my most difficult class day, but I knew I had this. I was like, oh, I'm so excited, so excited. But I'm also like nervous because like, what are you going to ask me? I have no preparation, but um, I'm mostly excited. It's I mean, I'm so proud of you for doing all this. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Appreciate the support. Uh, there's no need to be nervous though, cause I mean, it's pretty chill, pretty laid back uh, environment. Uh, I prepared a little bit, you know, just trying to, I was trying to brainstorm some stuff to ask, cause I think it's harder when you know someone so well to think of genuine questions to ask them. Cause if it was someone who I, who I didn't know, there's so many like things off the top of my head that I want to learn about them. But for you, it's just like, I know, ev- I, know I know everything about you. So it's just like, you know, what do I do I ask? Yeah. But I want to start with um, COVID because obviously that's something that that's a problem. That's, you know, it's a global pandemic. Obviously, a pandemic is global, but, you know, yeah. people call it a global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that has affected everyone in some sort of way. So for you, you're at Yale right now and COVID took away your the second semester of sophomore year took away the first semester of junior year. Um, what was that like? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, yeah, it was definitely hard. Um, I remember at the end of sophomore year, we thought we were all going on spring break and we heard about COVID. We were like, oh, it's like in Washington or whatever, blah, 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 blah. We'll be fine. And then they started putting like hand sanitizers like ominously around Yale. And I was like, okay, but no one thought twice about it. I was just like, as a germaphobe, I was like, I'm down for this. I hate touching like the doors and handles anyway. But then I got back home and then weeks later, um, the Dean emailed and said, hey guys, stay at home. And I was like, wow. But everyone thought like, okay, well, we'll be back in the fall. I think I posted something on Instagram at the end of the semester. I was like, oh, see you guys in September. Um, And while Yale did open, 
in the fall, as you know, <laughs> um, our parents had um, qualms about us going to school in person. I had the option to do so, but um, yeah, I had to stay at home, which was difficult. Like doing school remotely, doing school on Zoom period is not correct. Like college on Zoom is not the way it should be. And then doing that nine hours ahead of New Haven time when you're like typing away at 3 a.m. so you can be on the classroom at the right time. Like it's really hard. But at the end of the day, um, it was a good experience. I would not choose to do it again, but I learned a lot. Um, just like spending time with family, learning how to value people, learning how to keep up relationships with the friends who were here um, and things like that. So yeah, it obviously sucks, but I've learned a lot and yeah, I mean, I'm back on campus now, so I'm very happy, and I'm just kind of pretending it never happened. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a interesting take, because in my case, you know, I'm a freshman in college, so this is all that I've ever known. You know, Zoom University, that's my only... I, I didn't really have that feeling of, like, I lost something, because this is the only thing I've ever experienced, and I was so excited to just get out of high school, Um so, yeah, it was definitely, you know, hard being nine hours ahead. But you said that you learned how to value people when you're doing um, the semester online. And I just want that kind of leads into another question I wanted to ask you is like, how did that experience contribute to your own personal growth as an individual? Yeah, um, so I'm not really someone who self-reflects often, which is which is bad. Um, I just kind of just like bulldoze my way through life and don't really sit back and think about what I'm doing. But being stuck at home with the same four people for 10 months kind of forces you to spend time with yourself, which is um, actually something that I continue to do now. And yeah, I mean, one thing that I learned a lot was like valuing people. So Pre-COVID, I and still now to to a degree, I'm known for not responding to people. Um, literally, it's not even personal. Yeah, we I know. Just, I see the mess. <laughs> yeah, know. you you obviously <laughs> know. You're the you're the only person I consistently respond to, even though I know you're the one who, who will be least offended if I don't respond to you. It's weird, but I was just like, you know, they're my friend. They're not gonna leave. They're not going anywhere. I see the notification, I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, being stuck at home so far away from all my friends, you don't have the option to do that. Um, so I definitely like sheepishly responded to people I hadn't responded to in four months. And and, and people responded back. So I'm, I mean, I'm happy uh, for one that I have great friends who love me, even though I just <laughs> am the worst responder. But I, I just learned like the... Um, yeah, the value of people, like, I know that I value people inside my own heart. Um, but I realize, obviously, if I don't say anything about it, people won't realize that. So just kind of being more expressive. Um, that's one thing I've learned a lot. And and also that that ties to valuing our family too, our nuclear family. Um, obviously, I was with them for so long. And every second, I was like itching to go back. Um, Myself and, and our and our dad, obviously, we, we had some, not arguments, but arguments about, oh, well, looks like you're doing well at school. You should just stay here forever. I was like, I'm hightailing it the second I can go back. <laughs> um, but 
even though even despite all of those like moments when we were crammed not crammed but like crammed in the same space um i i did learn to even value my own family family more and um i i mean yeah it's just just realizing the value of people and and expressing them and just telling people that i value them that's that's probably the main ways i grew over the past months that was a dope response uh I don't even know what I would say if I was asked that, because yeah. for me it was just like I. Had, it's because you just played FIFA all day. No, not in college though. Okay. Oh wait, no, 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 no. That was after senior year. Yeah, yeah. After senior uh, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So during college, I wasn't playing FIFA, but when we were just like, because we finished school, we didn't have A level exams, right? So. We finished school like May 17th and we were stuck at home. So then I'm just like, and and we were under lockdown, so I couldn't go out. So I was like, guess I had nothing to do. Might as well play career mode on FIFA all day. That's pretty much what I was just doing. It was a whole vibe. Like I would just get my headphones, uh, like open my Spotify playlist, just, you know, connect to that. Of the same four songs. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, bring the chair to like the living room. No, no, you know the, the chair by the by the desk in the study. I used to bring it in front of the couch, and then I just yeah. position myself there because I like having a backrest when I'm gaming, and then just play some FIFA. Like that was that was the vibe. Because senior year, yeah, we didn't have graduation, um, which is kind of unfortunate. We didn't have prom, but I don't really care about prom. Like, I, I, you know, I just want I wanted my money back, and I never got that back. But. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> That's a whole nother can of worms. Exactly. But yeah, it was senior year was pretty chill. Um, that was the equivalent to your, you know, second semester, sophomore year. I can imagine it was a lot worse for you because I was trying to get out. You were trying to stay in, you know. But I would say personal growth. It just taught me how to be more disciplined because I was like doing a lot of things by myself. Uh, when I was in f- a freshman in college, well, I, I still am a freshman in college, but you know, doing my first semester at home, like you really have to hold yourself ac- accountable. And I was doing, oh my gosh, any pen people are listening to this, I was doing Math 104, just <laughs> which is a very time consuming class. Just go on pens, Reddit, type in Math 104, you'll see a bunch of people whining. And because it's, it's, you know, it's a tough class. That class is just taking all my time. Uh, but yeah, it, it was kind of a rude awakening with that class. But it kind of helped me to like, you know, uh, position myself for college years better. So I want to fast forward to the present. So you're on campus right now. Do you, And you were itching to get on campus when you were back home. So my question is, has living on campus lived up to your own expectations yeah i would honestly say yes um and that's because my expectations weren't i'm gonna go on campus and we're gonna party every day and da, 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 da. i'm fully aware there's a global <laughs> pandemic going on um so honestly yes and, and honestly even better um because when i knew like back in abu dhabi when i finally knew that i was gonna be on campus this semester and we were talking about the plans and the, and stuff like that. Part of me was scared. 
um, for two main reasons. One, COVID. I've been in my house in a country that has managed COVID really, really well for 10 months. So I, I'd experienced it, of course, but not really fully experienced it like it's going on in the U.S. So just like health reasons, that was scary for me. And then number two, I was kind of fearful just about like social interactions, how I operate with suite mates again, with uh, living with six other people and stuff like that. Um, so those two things were a bit scary when I was thinking about them, but I was also, I'm also an overthinker, so I was thinking too much about them. When I got here, um, honestly, like, I, I love it so much. I love everyone I live with. Uh, well, we're lucky because there are a lot of people um, here at Yale that are like in a suite of two or in a suite of three or even by themselves alone in a suite versus we're seven people. So it's kind of like a party without having to bring anyone into our pod, um, which is a lot of fun. And I mean, COVID wise, we get tested twice a week and people social distance. I mean, wear masks everywhere, stuff like that. Everyone's very safe. So I feel very, very comfortable. I'm so happy. And oh, yeah, it, it might have exceeded my expectations, honestly, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Because this is your first time like on campus. It, on the one hand, it was annoying because you were like, oh, I'm in Philly. Da, 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 da. I'm here. Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to get to college. Because you, ha you have this vibe about <laughs> you. <laughs> like, I can't describe it, but you have this annoying vibe. It's just a vibe, and you had like you just <laughs> embraced it to its fullest extent when you landed on Philly soil. But setting that aside, like, what's it like? <laughs> well, what's it like being like on campus? Like, it's your first time, really. Yeah, I'd say it's been great so far because you know, obviously, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I knew that. The worst case scenario, worst case scenario, I have to study in my room and we can't do anything, but I can still be in the city that I go to school in, which is not even the case. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, most, the majority of um, spaces or public spaces aren't really open for you to study. And it's also cold. So people aren't trying to do that. So I, I do pretty much, all, I do most of my, pretty much all my studying in my room. But at least, you know, like last week I went to Chick-fil-A with some people. Um, what is it? I think a few days before, a few days ago I went to Chipotle with someone. Like I can actually I can actually have social interactions with people that I see on campus. And, it, you know, it's kind of refreshing because when, even when I just go to like make a quick quick dash to one of the dining locations to grab a meal, I will see someone who I know on the way. Or I'll see someone who I know, and there's someone else who I don't know. Then you introduce yourself to that other person. And then next time you see that other person, like, you know, you guys are cool. So it's just refreshing to um, have that level of social interaction because when I was in Abu Dhabi, right? When we were, when I was doing my first semester, most of my friends were outside of the country. It kind of flipped. Like, so most of, they, most of them started off the year at uni. And then they went back home. <laughs> At uni. At uni. Yeah. Then Boris Johnson sent them, sent them back home. So yeah. after that. 
but for me it was the opposite so when i was there mm. uh there weren't really any moves and on top of that it was dead yeah and on top of that i was operating in a different time zone you know i was sleeping at like eight in the morning my time eight or nine in the morning and i was waking up around like three four p.m yeah. so i was like i wasn't that's not that's not if you do the conversions that's not really what i do here but it's much closer to what i it's much closer to eastern time than it is to abu dhabi time if there is like i don't know a more eastern coast than eastern time like there's like a like a more eastern part of the united states that had a time zone that's the time zone i was operating in maybe it was like the eastern part of brazil or like that part like yeah so um it's definitely nice just being around people that was the main thing I feel like it's such a vibrant city, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And just like the independence, I know you have been craving as a second child and as the last born. Man, you have been like itching for independence your entire life. And I've I've had a lot of it. Well, that's debatable. But I, I've had a lot of it. And I'm like, it's not that great. But <laughs> I guess this is your first like freedom experience. Would you say you said it's not great? No, it's, I don't think, I think it's overrated. Like, yeah, freedom and independence is great, but I think I'm coming from a place where I've had it all my life, kind of, as a firstborn versus you. Not, not so much. It depends on the scenario. Yeah, but... it, it, I'm kind of surprised you said that because I didn't think you would say that you felt like you've had independence all your life. Um, mm. So I feel like sometimes... Like, you know, when you're still in high, when you were in high school, you're trying to go somewhere and then you couldn't go for reason X or reason Y. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm i kind of surprised you said you had independence because if you're in college in the exact same scenario, you, you would probably just go. I'm not trying to snitch on you, but like, that's yeah. what you probably would do. So. No, of course. No, I, and I understand why you're surprised as well, because like, I'm looking at it, if you average out like my whole life. I've had a lot of, like, experience. I know the moments you're talking about, but something like, I don't know. Um, okay, you can cut this out if you want to. But, like, <laughs> when we were in Philly and, you know, you couldn't exactly go out by yourself to get food. <laughs> which I would have been able to do years before. Um, things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like a firstborn, lastborn thing. There's also a, a woman, man element of freedom, which is a whole nother, you know, thing. But I think overall, I've had more. Yeah, I do agree with you. And I'm not going to cut that out. Because um, <laughs> I think it makes for good listening content. But in that scenario, I said that. I was like, come on. I was like, because... In that scenario, I was like, next week, I'm going to go out <laughs> and get food by myself. Gallivanting around Philadelphia. Exactly. Like, pretty much every time I go to get food, because I'm living in a corner of campus, and there are not many people in my college house, right? So, pretty much, even when I go to meet people, I'm usually walking to that place by myself. You know what I mean? So, it's just like, I didn't really... 
I just I, I kind of I I disagreed with it. Um, to put it you know frankly, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say you've had more independence than I've had. But at the same time, I was definitely itching for it more when I was a little kid. Because uh, you know, being the younger one, like you're just you're well, being the youngest, you're just trusted less. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like responsibilities, there's stuff that there are things that I could think I I thought I could handle. But I was never really given the opportunity. To, <laughs> I was never, I was never given the opportunity to like, you know, I was never put in positions where I could exercise my own responsibility because there's someone older who was there, and I never felt like. And as the person who had the responsibilities, you did not want the responsibilities, like, <laughs> trust me, it's because you always want what you don't have. Trust me on that. Just be thankful. <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. I didn't want, so like, if, if when things go wrong, you know, obviously the burden falls on you because you're the oldest, right? I obviously I didn't want that. Like, that's, that's just the part I don't like. <laughs> when it comes to like, came to like little stuff, like, because we're, we're less than two years apart. So I never saw you as like someone who's, like way older than me, you know what I mean? Because we grew up, we grew up together. So when I when I saw them give responsibility to you, I always thought I was like, I could probably do that too. That's how I. <laughs> Why not both of us? Por qué no los dos? Yeah, that's how I felt. But yeah. but to answer your original question, like you said, you said like, how's like the independent life been? I say it's been pretty good. Like. It's kind of what I expected because, you know, I did a summer program here when I was 17 or I was 16 for most of it. And I turned 17 at the end. And it was I, I already have a taste of what it's like to live on your own. Um, I can cook at a basic level, but I don't even need to cook because we're keeping on the <laughs> they're keeping us on the dining plan <laughs> for the first two you years. You can cook at a what? I can, I can cook at a competent, competent <laughs> level. What can you cook? I can make... Uh, I can make all sorts of eggs. I can make, <laughs> I can make rice. I can make instant noodles. Uh, instant noodles is not cooking. Eh, borderline. If it requires a pot and heat, it's borderline. <laughs> so boiling water is cooking. A pot, heat, and like substance. Water substance. Like solid substance. Because pasta, uh, okay. making pasta is cooking, right? That's similar to making instant noodles. That's true. Um, just continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> just keep going. so, um, yeah, I was talking about being independent. So I was here last last year, and um, you know, I already knew how it was like to live away from family, and just kind of like make your own decisions on your, on your own. And now, it's it, it's cool. Like I knew what I was getting into, and I think it's nice. Like I don't have to tell people where I'm going, you know? It's just like, even though I can probably go if I if I ask them, excuse me, but if I just want to hang out with friends, I can just, like, go and do that. That's what I've been doing, you know? Uh, you have to be more vigilant because if you get caught lacking, that's entirely on you, right? And you're, you can't depend on someone else to help you navigate through places. But uh, it's definitely been a great experience and uh, something that I feel like once I leave, I'll be craving it, you know? I'll be craving it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, leave as in after first year ends. Yeah. That's natural. I'm happy for you, though. Yeah. Thanks. So, you when you were talking about your own college experience, I remember you said that uh, the social interactions have been really good. How hard is it? Or maybe because your friend group is already pretty defined because you're a junior. But how hard is it to, like in this COVID-19 era where everyone's wearing masks, how hard is it to, like, be social and, like, identify people when they're all Mm. masked up? Yeah. No, it's, (laughs) it's interesting. So, I mean, like I said, I didn't exaggerate. I didn't have, like very very crazy high expectations about being here so i knew it was going to be different and i mean first of all there are so many of my friends who just aren't here like they're on gap semesters they're on gap years they're working they're doing literally anything but being in school right now which makes sense or they're or they're at home remote but most of them are on gaps because they don't want to experience this COVID time um so with the people who are here i mean as a junior normally it's kind of hard to make new friends as a junior doing their junior year during covid it's like nearly (laughs) impossible but once again like i'm very happy um in terms of like my social groups like once again my suite is a social group uh like we just do everything together we chill on the weekends we play games we we watch love island like every single night (laughs) we talk in british accents all the time um, which is really bad. I think that. And then, I think that. Um, yeah. I think that she's not my type on paper. <laughs> she's not my type on paper, but we have a connection in it. Um, <laughs> it's so bad, but I mean, so I'm very happy just with like my living situation, and also because um, there aren't a lot of things for people to do. We're very like insular, but in a healthy way, in that we connect with each other just all the time which is great. Um, and then I also have like my, my Trump fam, some friends in um, my residential college, and we hang out actually quite Trump a bit. We're trying to- Trumbull. Just... Trumbull. Yeah, just making yeah, sure yeah. that was picked up well. Trumbull College. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we meet for dinner every week, and we also like have had um, some other interactions with each other socially. So it's just a lot of fun. I mean, I'm just happy to spend time with the friends I already have. And once again, like, I'm trying to work on valuing people more. So just the way I approach my relationships has been different, too. Um, In that, I'm just making a a bigger effort. I'm not doing anything crazy. But I'm just making a bigger effort to be present and also just, like, literally just leave my own room and go into the common room. And just by doing that, I'm having 10 times more social interaction than I would have had at home. Hmm. And you're living in a suite, so that allows you to have that kind of easy interaction because people are constantly living around you. Mm-hmm. I chose a place that only has individual dorms, right? And I was thinking with like a non-COVID mindset because we had to submit our housing assignments, what, I think April? No, no, May 2020. Yeah, May 2020. So that was when we were still planning to come back on campus. And that was when people were saying, oh, COVID will die down over the summer before college starts. Little did we know. But 
But um, if I had like known what COVID was going to be like, I would have chosen to live in a suite. And I've spoken, I've seen, you know, I I know plenty of other freshmen who are living in suites. And it's just like so convenient to have people around you who are living with you. Because yeah. for me, and also like people who you can kind of trust with like, you know, managing COVID. Because for me, like we're, if you're in a dorm, you're just assigned, you're assigned to bathroom pods. So five people in the bathroom, five people are assigned to one bathroom. So you can only use that bathroom. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, every person in that pod is going to care about, you know, every other every other individual because yeah. not all of us have a connection, you know? Some of us do, some of us don't. Um, and, yeah, because living in an individual dorm, like, it's cool, but, like, I have to really go out of my way. Like, people don't even know where I live on campus because it's so small. I tell them I live out here, they're like... Oh, King's Court? Where is that? You know? And I've never yeah. been to King's Court. And, like, yeah, I'm not surprised because not a lot of people live out here. So you have to really, like, venture into campus and like, make moves with people and mm-hmm. to, you know, actually have that kind of interaction. But it's a good challenge. So. Yeah. 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 I know that you're definitely the type of person who can interact like that uh, despite not having people like in a suite with you so i'm happy that i don't know you're not this crazy introvert who who only keeps to themselves so but it it is convenient it's very very convenient yeah like i, I am I, we're both introverts but it's not as if we're antisocial. i mean we still like hanging out with people and stuff you know yeah for yeah. sure yeah yeah so transitioning back to when you entered Yale. Yeah, we transitioned forward. Now we're transitioning back, you know? Nice time shift. Uh, what was the biggest change you had to make when you entered college? Was it like a mindset change or something in particular that you felt like you had to do? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean... Well, kind of similar to what we were just talking about. Um, The biggest change was just the way I applied myself socially. So, I mean, my whole life I've been an introvert. Um, People, my friends like to, when I say that around my friends, they're like, oh, Dami, that's nonsense, blah, 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 you're extroverted. I'm like, no, that just means I'm comfortable with you, which which is like normal. But meeting new people, I love, I love meeting new people. I just don't think I'm good at it, which is like an interesting combination. So, I mean, uh, before coming to Yale, I was at the same school since sixth grade, which is like, what, seven years? Um, Middle school all the way through high school. I was at this. I see you doing the math in your head. Don't challenge it. It was a long time. (laughs) And I knew those people from the dot, like when... I joined the school, the school had just opened, so I didn't even have to try to make new friends. Everyone was just trying. And um, it's, that wasn't me um, not wanting to reach out, it was just being too shy to do so. But I knew that like coming to college, that just wasn't gonna work. Cause also like an American context, 
um, even though I am an American, in American context, people are just so good at meeting each Hi, other. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how are you? <laughs> and it's like, oh my, usually I'm just like, fine. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Like, I never do the, what about you? So just like those like little like American interaction things, that was like number one. But I mean, in terms of deeper social interactions, I... I did have to kind of put myself out there, but once again, I was just blessed with the people I was randomly assigned with. Um, yeah, the people that were in my suite, many of whom I'm still living with today, and I'm like friends with all of them. And I mean, that was just a starting point, and then um, we made pretty good friends with this other guy's suite, and just like slowly just started making friends within my residential college which is like a house system like hogwarts whatever and just beyond that like extracurriculars um and just like meeting i mean it's very it's very easy to meet other freshmen in freshman year kind of like what you're saying um oh you meet this person and then you meet this other person and da da da, da, da. it just kind of keeps going and i'm happy you're still having that despite the gift uh, that keeps on giving thing. It is the gift that keeps on giving until sophomore year. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it's just you meet people differently. And then obviously, like, freshman year, no COVID, parties, social interactions, outings, so much fun. So, I mean, yeah, just number one for me was, like, socially. Academics, it wasn't a crazy jump. Um, not saying I'm this stellar student who knows everything, but it just you just kind of you just move like you just operate and you just work and you just kind of go on that's what it was like for me um and but so socially it was my biggest like issue but it also wasn't something that I struggled with a lot but yeah what would you what would your answer be hmm it's interesting I'm not entirely sure but uh you said that you spent so, like, for me, you said you spent seven years in your school, your high school, or your secondary school. I spent nine years there because we joined in the same year, and we graduated from the same school. I'm two grades behind you. And, like you said, everyone was new. We were the foundation students. So, I mean, yeah. just kind of meet people, and it's so organic. It just kind of happens. Like, my best friend in year five is my best friend at age 18, you know? Yeah. It just kind of happened. We just happened to be in the same class. And then we became friends, right? But I think the biggest adjustment for me was probably, it was probably just like, probably just consistently putting in high levels of effort or above average levels of effort. Because like, yeah, in school I was like decent, uh, it's decent, like academically, but it's just I was never a model student. Like I was never that kid in class that parents would come, our teachers would come up to and like show them, say, "Oh, let me look at Timmy's notes and show them to the rest of the class." I was never that dude. Oh yeah, that was definitely not you. <laughs> yeah, I was never, I was never that guy. So I was just. I'm not trying to sound edgy and like be like, oh yeah, I was a mis I was a misfit in school. I was so misunderstood. Ah! But it's just like I was never like you know picture perfect student. So it was just and the thing about the British system because our school followed the British curriculum, you basically can chill for the whole year as long as you show up yeah. when it matters most. 
which means yeah. showing up at the end of term to knock out those exams. So uh-huh. in the U.S., if you're in college, you know, you have to consistently put in high levels of effort because you constantly have uh-huh. assignments, small things, a bunch of small assignments that add up to your final grade. I kind of like uh-huh. that style because there's less pressure on you going to the final exam. But on top of that, uh-huh. you have to be more diligent and yeah. when it comes to getting your work done. So it, it's cool now because I feel like my course load now is easier than my course load my first semester, even though I'm taking more course units, which is ironic. But uh, Math 104 will do it to you. Exactly. Math 104 is uh, it's a lifestyle, you know. Just, I remember the chat. I left the chat. But I remember on that chat, people were just, like, stressing. It's just so, like, uh, you know, like, when, you know, when you know when you walk into a room, you can detect, like, the, the stress vibe. It was very present on that group chat. So it was definitely not. It was, and writing seminar was a lot of work, which kept me busy, but it wasn't stressful. But, like, Math 104 was a lot of work and hard work. And, you know, we were being tested, like, every week, pretty much. So, it's like, you, you feel like you never had time to study. So, yeah. so um, yeah, it was definitely just, you know, making sure that I was holding it down throughout the year consistently. I think I just had to make sure that, like, to motivate myself to actually, you know, get that work done. I just had to try to tell myself that I want to be, be better than how I was yesterday. You know, kind of that athlete mindset. I'm not an athlete, but it's the mindset athletes we may have. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure the viewers know. Speaking of athletes, I want to go into our first sponsorship. So, um, uh, Stop. You don't have a sponsorship. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I, got you. I got you for a second, though. I got you for a second. No. Yeah, see, I was like... For two zero point two seconds, I was thinking about it. I was like, where would they have come? The podcast on a budget? No. <laughs> <laughs> not saying it's not going to be great. It will be great. But there is no way. <laughs> Imagine if I started doing like an ad read for Gatorade. <laughs> so people transitioning to uh, our upbringing, people who know both of us say that we had a pretty good relationship. They're like, oh, you and your brother are so cute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, what do you think of our relationship growing up in our dynamic? Oh, gosh. <clears throat> okay, that's a great question. I mean, piggybacking off of what you just said, um, yeah, we do have a good relationship, and I do thank God for that. I think... See, I, and I've told you this kind of recently, I don't remember when, but when we were like really, really young, just considering how close we are now, I just find it weird that like not super young, like two years old when I was two, it's like when I was like six, when I was seven, I just did not perceive you. It's like you were not there, but you were, you had to always be there because we were always in the same place. So I don't know how it works, but um Obviously, we had a lot of physical fights and a little bit of tiffs here and that there. Physical fights. Like, from time to time. Physical fights was more when we were really little. Like, you were, like, yeah, yeah. six, seven. I was, like, four or five. Exactly, yeah. 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 And um, there was a biting face. <laughs> that wasn't me, though. You don't remember that? That was Was that me? That was... 
That was very much that was both definitely, of us. I started that, yeah, it. Yeah, that was definitely I, me I started it. in retaliation to you because I don't do that. <laughs> to me. That's not my first instinct. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my first instinct, but I just like thought about it. I was like, how am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I, I just remembered that. Yeah, you're you're like that. I wasn't like that. It was a strategy given the moment in time. But I digress. But yeah, anyway, those tiny little fights here and there. Um as we got older, I don't know what happened. I don't remember the day of our last fight. We didn't sign a peace treaty or something. It just like stopped one day and we we're like fine whatever and i I, just, I don't know i just i think and i'm not saying we're these special third culture kids but we are third culture kids by definition and there's like this interesting intersection of being a third culture kid um having nigerian heritage was a which is a whole nother whole nother story um living in the generation we're living in now living in abu dhabi with where you know not a lot of people have even heard of, much less lived there. So the intersection of all of those things um, just means like we, at least from my perspective, you know me the best in the world. I know you the best in the world. And so it just works. Like just my favorite thing is like when we're talking, you finish my thought. We finish each other's sentences. No, but I finish your thought. You finish mine. Like we're thinking the exact same thing. Like, 99% of the time, we have the same perspective. I know what you're about to say before you say it. And it just works. So I, I think it's really just our upbringing. Um, just, like, God's grace. You know, we could we could just not get along. Like, and that's a normal thing for some people. But but luckily, we're not like that. And, and yeah. Yeah, I would say we didn't really... We didn't fight a ton. I mean, we argued, definitely... And, you know, we already brushed on physical fights, but I think, like you said, our experiences are just so pretty unique, our, like, our life experiences. And um, they're just things that we we relate to that no one else will relate to, you know what I mean? So that's why I feel comfortable telling you stuff because, like, I know you, you get it, you know? And, yeah, like you said, living in Abu Dhabi, a place where a lot of people haven't heard of, I mean, it's just, it's kind of, um, it's kind of interesting because, like, we're so used to living there because we were there for, like, what, nine years? But then when you meet people in the U.S., they're like, oh, dude, you live in Abu Dhabi? That's, like, so cool. <laughs> Do you guys ride camels to school? I haven't heard yeah. that out here, but that's a question you could get asked. I'm all surprised if you would. But usually I say Abu Dhabi, and then, like, the next time I meet them, somehow it changes to Dubai. Like, not from me saying it, but it's just like how... Because, you know, when someone says something to you, you, trans, you translate it into your own meeting. They translate that to Dubai. And I'm like, eh, not quite. But you're not too far off. <laughs> Close. Hour away. No, that happens all the time. Yeah. So you live in Dubai? Is it like gold fountains over there? <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. Uh, See, so you, you talked a little bit about how it was like to be the oldest. It's just the two of us. Um, you're the oldest. I'm the youngest. Is it really that hard or is it just exaggerate? Is that like older sibling pain just exaggerated? <sighs> That's a great question. It, it, um, it fluctuates 
it really does fluctuate. So, I mean, I think we've reached a steady state now because um, <laughs> because we're both out of the house. I mean, since the second I like left for college, I've I reached a steady state. Okay, like you were doing your own thing back with our parents in Abu Dhabi. I wasn't aware I was doing my own thing here, and I just didn't feel the responsibilities that have just been like hounding over me um, every day. But it's just it it only really becomes not an issue but a a prominent like force in my mind when there's a situation in which the firstborn should have known better oh damn you should have known better because you're the firstborn you should have done this instead because you're the older one doesn't matter what your brother's doing it matters what you do da 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 that's my least favorite sentence in the world so it's like <laughs> it's like moments like that where it's like and it's I mean, I get pissed. Like, I'm like, come on. He's also a human. He's practically my age. I know one year, nine months is a difference. But he's, you know, I, I, I took the argument when I was eight and you were six. Or even when I was 12 and you were 10. I'm 20 and you are 18. Come on. there, There's no reason why we should be, you know, speaking that way anymore. But it, it's honestly not an issue. And I mean... Would I prefer to be a second born? I mean, sure, but like I said, you always want what you want, what you don't have. So maybe if I were the second, I would want all the responsibility and want all the trust um, that I got. Um, but overall, and I'm not saying we have bad parents. Obviously, we have the best parents in the world. But overall, it's it's been fine. It's just like when there is something where my firstbornness comes into question. That's what I hate it. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, I'm chilling. Yeah, that's a great the, the example you gave where you talked about oh just because he's younger doesn't mean you should do the same thing like cuz the thing is it's not as if there's a big age gap between us. So um even though so like if you do something, I'm old enough to process what you do in that moment, you know what I mean? Cuz we're so close in age. So when I heard that, I was like, damn, I'm really getting off scot-free. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I, do, I do disagree with that. Obviously, that benefited me. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. But if I had to choose bet- between being the oldest of two and being the youngest of two, I'll choose being the youngest. Uh, just simply because I, I do have some freedoms it's not as if i'm like in chains you know like here's point number two that i didn't make as a firstborn we chip away at the parents walls slowly over time so we take the heat i am i have been the force field in front of you and slowly (laughs) i've been taking the heat taking the heat so only like a little bit of warmth reaches you. So I have experienced all the bad things so that once our parents get to you, they're like, okay, you know, yeah, he's fine. Just go ahead and do it. Da, da, da. Yeah. That's another. That's facts. That's also a benefit of being the younger one because yeah. things come a little easier when it comes to like things your parents are reluctant to do or allow you to do. But the first one, the second one, you know, you're more likely to have those things or get to experience those things. Especially, I can imagine, like, I wonder what, like, our uncles and aunts were the last siblings. Because, you know, our parents have multiple siblings. So I wonder what they would think if you asked them that question. Because, you know, there are multiple people who went before them before, you know, it got to their time. 
so we're getting close to the hour mark and one thing on Olu <laughs> one thing on Olu Swole we like to do is the Olu Swole Bowl what? Whoa, so I want to ask you some one thing you what? <laughs> Olu Swole Bowl what okay what is that? you know like you know a quiz bowl is like you know a quiz oh so like Olu Swole Bowl we just ask you some questions that are like completely unrelated to what we were just talking about and you know okay. you can give an answer to them all right. So, name a food that you think is underrated. Underrated food. Oh my gosh. I think Nutella is underrated. Of course. Yeah, of course I'd say that. Am I supposed yeah, to give reasons? Yeah. Oh, uh, just because I've eaten it every single day since I was like five years old. <laughs> Not every day, but yeah, it's just good. Yeah, Nutella's fire. Uh, your number one pet peeve. You know I made a list of this. I literally typed out a list. How am I going to choose one? I mean, just the first thing that comes to my head is people chewing with their mouth open. It's just like the worst thing in the world. I just, oh my, I, <laughs> just close your mouth, please. <laughs> but you know I have a list of like 21 things and it's a working list. So oh. that, that's a loaded question. All right. If you were, I hate these like stranded on an island scenarios. I have a class where you got a lot of them. Uh, and it's, it's like, okay, nice. But let me just play off of that and say, if you were stranded on an island, would you choose to live without books or live without music? Because I know you're really interested in both. So. Oof. That is a really good question. Okay, I think... That Dami pre twenty seventeen would have said live without music. Dami post twenty seventeen um, is experiencing academic burnout and has a fried brain, so still loves to read but would choose music over books. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go for music over books. Huh. Yeah, the same six songs you listen to over and over. Yeah, that'll be an entertaining <laughs> island deserted experience it'll be a movie let's go <laughs> where do you see yourself in 10 years oh my gosh not this being an interview <laughs> <laughs> i'm i would be 30 wow i guess i was talking about my future with one of my friends earlier today and I was like, girl, I don't know. But where I want to be, I can give some vague things. I definitely want to want to have started a family by that time. And, I mean, have at least one kid. Um, I definitely want a successful career. I hope I would have gone to grad school by that time. I cannot give specifics on what career and what I'm going to grad school for because I'm still figuring that out. Um, but, yeah, also I hope I would have... I don't know, this sounds cliche, but impacted the world in some way. Not saying I have to be a celebrity or give all my money to charity, but just like something that I do regularly that is touching two people or like three people. Um, something like that. Yeah. Insightful, insightful response. It sounds like something you would write in a college essay. Exactly. I hate that question. <laughs> so I think... Yeah, that wraps the first episode of the Oldest World Podcast. Thanks a lot, Dami, for coming on the pod. We appreciate you having here. 
Uh, Olu Swole out on all platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube, if you're listening to this on Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Links in the description for the socials. And peace. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great.